the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to your car insider on 960 The Patriot. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. And as always, I'm going to start the same way as I usually do. Easiest way to reach me, it's my phone. Area code 602-525-1370. I did have some issues with my phone last week. Uh, Jeremy, don't ever stand too close to the pool with your phone between your chin and your shoulder. Oh, no. You ain't kidding. Oh, no, was it. And, you know, it was kind of, you know, people talk about things and customer service. And I'm going to talk about my experience with the phone company. And I've been with the phone company a really, really long time. And I dropped the phone in the pool. And I, you know, I don't I don't fall for the rice trick. You know, some people say it works. Some people say it doesn't work. Some people call it a myth. But whatever it is, I will tell you this. My phone did work after I dropped it in the pool. But it didn't work correctly. And the screen would work. Sometimes the screen would go nuts. The screen would do this. The screen would do that. And the only thing that was a saving grace was my son, who for a few years worked for a retail phone store, was a manager in a phone store. So he was in town. So really all I had to do was go pick up the phone. So I go over to the T-Mobile and I go in and I'm not an iPhone guy, I'm not, what's the least expensive phone you have? It was $168, but we don't have any. So he was kind enough to call over to another store, and they had the phone. And it was about a five-minute drive. It wasn't that far, so I got in the car, and I drove over. And I got to the new store, and they just weren't as, you could tell when you walked in, they just weren't as friendly as the store I left that didn't have the phone. And the young lady, uh, she did what she needed to do, but I felt the whole time that she was, I was there with her, all she wanted to do was get me out of the store with the phone in a bag. So she was trying to help me transfer everything. It's called Switch. And it wasn't working because some of the damage to the phone was not letting my screen properly work all the time. And I walked over. The phone was $168. And the young the young lady said, well, you know, here, Mr. Green, you know, it's 200 and whatever dollars. And I'm like, how did it go to 168 to this? She says, well, it's, it's a $30 upgrade charge. And I just wasn't in the mood, so I paid. And then I said to him, well, you know, I've had jump on my phone, which is something that was part of my 
plan because I was making payments on my phone. Well, the jump expires, Mr. Green, when you finish paying off your phone. You're only allowed to upgrade and avoid the charge while you have the payment plan in place. Okay. What about the insurance? Well, the insurance, it's going to be a couple of days till you get the phone. They may not cover it because of this. Well, they said it would be covered. Then you're saying it won't be covered. So it was contradictory things from the two different stores. And you know how everybody talks about the car business and the car business and the car business. Well, it's not just the car business that, you know, there's the added fee for this, the added fee for that. So I didn't want to make payments on a phone. I gave him my credit card. I paid for the phone and I went home. And the more I was thinking about it, the more annoyed I was getting. And I dialed the 611 on the phone. And one thing I will tell you is I don't care what happens in the stores. The people that answer the phone at T-Mobile on their customer service are amazing. They're great. So I, young man gets on the phone. Uh, can I, hey, Mr. Green, thank you so much. I see that you, you know, verified your account through the system. How can I help you today? You can help me from going shopping for a new phone plan. Oh, we don't want to have that. You've been a client of ours, you know, a customer of ours for a very long time. Please tell me what happened. I said, well, last month, I, my wife needed to get a new phone. And she's like me, you know, we're not Apple, we're not iPhone 47s, we're regular, just, it's a phone. So on the phone with the gentleman and I said and and then I just went and got a phone today and I just didn't feel good about you know I'm not upgrading my phone I'm replacing my phone and I was charged $30 to upgrade my phone and my wife was charged $30 to upgrade my phone and if you look you can see that every month the date that my bill posts so does the payment never missed a payment Okay, never had an issue. It's the de- exact day that the statement closes. Michigan, why don't I do this? Why don't I go ahead and give you the $60 back? I said, well, you just saved my afternoon. But it's one thing I will tell you. You know, when people tell me how they scream at people to get what they want, it doesn't always work. And it's a gentleman, his name is Jim Barton. And I worked with Jim for years. I actually worked for Jim for a couple of years. Uh, and he does something different now. And I happened to see him in the grocery store the other day. So it made me think of some of the things that he did. You know, when, when you had to have a car brought back to the dealership because the customer they couldn't get the customer financed, A lot of times it got confrontational because people thought they had the right to keep the car without a car loan. But one of the funniest things, and it was kind of funny, uh, and it's, it's not funny. The gentleman came in to sit down with Jim, and they went into an office, and we didn't have doors on the offices back then. So you could hear this gentleman screaming at Jim. And Jim, without a doubt, Without a doubt, one of the worst tempers I could imagine ever in my life, but knew how to remain calm. And he looked at the gentleman and his exact words to the gentleman, sir, when you got here, there were two people concerned with your problem. The way that you've spoken to me, 
there's now only one person that cares about your problem. And I'm pretty sure you figured out by now that that's you, not me. I call it killing people with kindness. If you go in and you scream and you yell, you're not going to get anywhere. You know, if you go in and you're pleasant with people, they, they want to try to help you. You know, I had a gentleman, you know, and it, it's, it's all about everything in this world today is customer service. You know, we had a problem with our washing machine. And the guy came out and the first thing he said when he got here, he says, Mr. Green, we're going to do whatever we can to try to get this machine replaced because I don't like this machine. And by the time he was done, the home warranty is going to buy us a new washing machine. Not thrilled 100% with how the system works, but it is what it is. And for 75 bucks, and I get a new washing machine, I'll keep, I keep a home warranty on my house. I buy warranties when I buy my car. So I guess that's enough about what's going on in Gary Green's world with the phone, with the washing machine. But the moral of the story of what I'm talking about is it's a, it's a lot easier to attract bees with honey. Okay, it's kindness goes a really, really, really long way. You know, and there's so many things right now that are going on in this world that are affecting the car business. And, you know, believe it or not, I don't know if you're aware, if you watch, I watch the news, so I catch this, and I don't watch the news. I follow the news on MSN's website for the car business. Lamborghinis, but not Bugattis, were on the bo- on board the flaming Felicity Ace ship. The Felicity Ace caught fi- first caught fire in the Atlantic Ocean near the Azores last week, and now we've learned that Lamborghini had Urus, Aventadors, and Huracan models on board. The car carrier ship was hauling thousands of Volkswagen Group models from the European production home to the United States. Volkswagen Golf R, GTIs, GTR, GTIs, Arterions, ID4 vehicles were on board, as well as an unspecified Porsche and Bentley models. Bugatti has confirmed that it didn't have any vehicles on the ship. This report was from 225. Uh, I'm not sure when the fire started. All two, all 22 crew members were rescued from the ship when it first caught fire. No timeline for given when it would be safe for someone to get on board. As for the cars on board, the exact number and type has not been made public. But the more we learn about what was on the ship, the more it looks like high-end buyers will be the ones most affected. 1,100 Porsches, 189 Bentleys, approximately 100 Volkswagens. Now we learn that Lamborghinis are also part of the picture. The crazy thing about this fire, and while they're high, you're going to get a kick out of this, Jeremy, why they can't get the fire out is a lot of the cars are electric cars. And batteries do not go out of flame. Flames don't extinguish on batteries with water. So immediately after the fire started, the they had basically gotten everybody off the ship and the ship was just floating. Floating in 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 the middle of the ocean. It's enough going on in the car world that you didn't need a fire to add to the 
shortage of vehicles. My understanding through a friend of mine of Volkswagen was these cars were all heading uh, to the for East Coast distribution, not West Coast distribution. But a lot of people did get emails, from what I understand, that their cars are going to be a little bit behind. You know, these delivery dates on vehicles, they're moving targets. And I've never had more cars that I've been waiting for for clients. And I had a client that I've helped a few times call me up and tell me she wanted to buy a car. And we're going to talk about that when we come back from the break. And I want to send out a very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. Wonderful group of people to deal with. They make it as simple as could be. If they have a car, I will say one thing that's not used in that transaction is that word greed. Okay, It's unbelievable what some things are happening in the car dealerships. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. Easiest way to reach me. It's area code 602-525-1370. Once again, easiest way to reach me. It's 602-525-1370. If you'd like to send an email, you can go to the Your Car Insiders website. There is a contact page. I promise you I will get back to you. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement in customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley regions. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joey Staples' goal. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice. And when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Valley. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. The easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. Once again, that number, it's 602-525-1370. You know, it's the, it's the most trying times I've ever seen in the car industry, you know, for people to try to buy cars. And, you know, I, I, I hear people, they call me and, you know, I had the opportunity to help some clients get a couple of vehicles. And in December, they were expecting their car to arrive. And I don't help people buy. There is no helping anybody buy a Tesla. And they had their Tesla ordered and the car was due on in December. Well, 
today's we're in March. On February 28th, she called me. She doesn't have her car, and she was told that it's going to be at least another three or four months until she takes delivery of her Tesla. Now, it's not this Tesla that's going through these, you know, these pains. It's it's almost every single manufacturer. So we started to look at some other cars. And she had had some BMWs, so I called my good buddy at the BMW dealership, and he said, Gary, hey, yeah, I remember Ann and Dave, and, you know, I'd be happy to help them, and blah, 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 but here's what the problem was. In transit, incoming cars. Now, he was pretty confident that the cars were going to arrive on time. Pretty confident can't guarantee that has no control over trucking has no control over anything so in the middle of the conversation and said to me what about a mercedes-benz well the mercedes-benz had a couple of cars that were in stock and these are two of the nicest folks i've ever helped buy cars and I've helped them previously. And, you know, we went out to the dealership and met with my buddy Rob. And, you know, Jim's the, the sales manager and Matt's the general manager. And everybody took the time to say hello to Ann and, and Dave when I introduced them. And it was, you know, a very nice experience. And we looked at this car. We looked at that car. We looked at this car. And we looked at that car. And we narrowed it down to the most important feature that she felt was power seats were more important than a sunroof. And I agreed with her. And she said, well, I'll take the car that's on the showroom floor. And literally within the time she got back from the test drive of the black car that she didn't buy, we pretty much had the figures ironed out. And she leases a car for 20,000 miles a year. Yes, you can do that. And it's a great way to own a high-end car. You're putting the value at the end of the lease, it be, could become the bank's problem, not yours. But right now, lease returns are not a problem. If you Google General Motors 2021 lease return profit, it was $2 billion. So it's it boiled down to tired of waiting, needed a car, and when we sat down and we went over the numbers, obviously I'm not thrilled what people are having to pay for cars, but they're normally, the numbers that I can get are normally less than the numbers that you can get on your own, okay? But if you're one of these people that decides you want me to do all the legwork, give you the numbers, and then you go shopping with them, those are the people that I figure it out at a certain point and I don't get involved anymore. I sent out a text to someone actually this morning on the way to the radio show. Just wanted to know how his number crunching was going. I don't have a problem doing that, and I don't mind doing it sometimes. But it's normally, it's if it's people that I've helped previously, I don't worry about it. And it was kind of funny. There was a gentleman that I had helped previously, and I've helped his family probably 10 times get cars. And when we went to buy the car that he was buying, it was by no means a logical 
logical, and I'm repeating the word logical transaction. Very nice family. I feel for them they lost a family member. And uh, it wasn't one of the parents. It was this gentleman's spouse. And he called me up and said, hey, I want to buy this car because of this reason. So when we got to the dealership, obviously they didn't have the car that he wanted. And he was willing to wait for the car. And it was just kind of funny because when we were there, they gave him a number on his trade and he thought it was really, really low. So I said, well, let's do this then. Let's, right in the dealership, right at the salesman's desk, we logged into Carvana. We put all the information into the system. And the number that came out from Carvana was 500 less than the number from the dealership, not including the $2,400 in sales tax savings, which means his number was probably closer to three grand better than the number for Carvana buying the car. So Carvana is a wonderful, wonderful tool to see what your car's worth. And I suggest, you know, I do it with a lot of people. If you don't like what the dealership's telling you your trade-in's worth, jump online to Carvana, see what they say. Just remember, you don't get the tax savings. The only way you get the tax savings through Carvana is if you buy another car. So... We got all done, and and I wasn't thrilled with the numbers. And I said to Stephen, Stephen, do me a favor. Don't do this. I don't want you to pay this for the car. You have a 10,000-mile trade-in. Keep your car. And we walked out, and he thanked me, and he agreed. And about 6.30 the next morning, I woke up to a text. Please call the dealership and put my name on the car. It's not about the money. It's about the car. Okay, great. No problem. I get a phone call the other day that Stephen's car's arrived. He's going to pick it up tomorrow. And I got a little annoyed because I don't, when I'm helping you buy the car, I prefer to do the communicating with the dealership, not have the dealership communicate with you. It's what you're paying me for, so you don't have to deal with it. So I called Stephen and I explained to Stephen that my son is in town. He's leaving Friday. I'm leaving my house Thursday morning. I am not taking my phone anywhere. I'm not doing anything other than hanging out with my son for the day. I can't help you pick up the car. Could you do it on Friday? Gary, my Friday is kind of tied up. I'm okay. The numbers are all there. I know that the trade-in can change. So, because they had appraised this trade two months ago. So when I call back... And the next day, I got a picture of the car. I got a text from him. Hey, and I said, hey, I called him. Did everything go okay? It went exactly as expected. They did back down on my trade. Are you okay with that? He said, Gary, I'm absolutely okay with that. I didn't tell them this, but I did what you told me to do. I went online to the Carvana website, and I reappraised my car with them.
their number had dropped by this much. The dealership's number only dropped by this much, and I still got the tax savings on the thirty grand. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. I'm here to help you buy a car. I am not here to sell you anything. If you want to treat me like a salesman in a car dealership, I suggest that you don't call me. If you'd like my help, reach out to me. It's 602-525-1370. Monta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to Your Car Insider on 96 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show and the easiest way to reach me. It's area code 602-525-1370. So just a brief recap so far. We've talked about fires. We've talked about phones. We've talked about the washing machine. Uh, all of these things that are affecting what's going on in the car business is now what I'd like to talk about. I'm looking at a dealership's website. It says they have 373 vehicles. Then you go down to vehicle status, and it says on the lot, eight. In transit, 365. There needs to be another box underneath that says sold. Of the 365 cars that they have in transit, who knows how many of those cars are still available? And, you know, the problem that I'm having is what is being told to people about the deliveries of their cars? And Toyota announced. And this is crazy, but this is what's going on in our world today. Toyota idles Japan plants as supplier hit by cyber attack. Now, this is article that I'm on Tuesday. I only saw uh, it was dated, I think, February 27th or February 28th. Toyota Motor Corporation, Japan fact. Factory suspended output on Tuesday after a key parts supplier shut down its computer systems due to a cyber attack. The latest blow to the car makers' efforts to make up for lost production earlier this year. The world's top auto producer is halting operations at all 14 plants in its home country, impacting about 5% of the output for the month. The stoppage is linked to a press industry company, Kojima, which confirmed Tuesday its server was suspect to a was suspect to a suspected ransomware attack over the weekend. Toyota shares rose less than one percent on Tuesday morning trading. The manufacturer of metal, plastic, and electronics components shut down its server Sunday after discovering it was discovering it was infected with the virus after receiving threatening messages, the supplier said in a statement. 
the closely held parts maker is in contact with relevant police and government authorities and is trying to restore its system for March 2nd. The incident hinders Toyota's efforts to return to full production following factory halts in January and February because of the chip shortage and the COVID-related disruptions. This chip shortage is not going anywhere. So now we have the chip shortage. Now we have Toyota is shutting down its manufacturing plants. Other manufacturers have closed, not closed, but slowed down their manufacturing due to the ship pro- shipping chip problem. And here's another thing that's now become an issue. The truckers don't feel like working. Okay, They're more interested in driving their trucks down to Washington. And I shouldn't say that. I'm not saying that in a bad way. Okay, I don't follow the political stuff. All I'm telling you is, and, and my dad was a teamster, so I'm not picking on the truckers. Okay, My, my point of this one is it's just another added issue that is going to slow down the delivery of your vehicle. Uh, Trucks, a lot of vehicles are built in the United States and they get to the dealerships in a very simple way. They get there by either truck or train. Okay, They need people to get the trains off the trucks. They need truckers to be able to drive the trucks. And as I said, I don't have a political front on any of this. I don't talk politics. Uh, it's not what my show's about. All I'm telling you is whether it's right, wrong, whatever you believe, I'm just telling you that this is impacting the ability to get cars to the dealerships. What a lot of people don't realize is we live in Phoenix, Arizona, and a lot of the cars end up in tra- on trains, and they end up in Surprise, and they end up in El Mirage. Once they get there, they have to get off the trains, they have to get on the trucks, and they get to the dealerships. I don't know enough about what's going on with any of that. I don't have a feeling any way, shape, or form about it. It's just what's Something new to affect the delivery of your car to the dealership. If you put your name on a car, okay, I've not had anybody lose a car. I did have somebody change their mind on a car because they got tired of waiting for the car to get here. Uh, The vehicle was produced as of January 29th. No update after that as to where the car was in the freight status. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. Easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, views come to the right place. Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system 
and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insider on 96 of the Patriot. I've been so busy talking about what's going on, I've forgotten about a lot of people that support the radio show. I want to send out a very special thanks to Joey Staples and his team at Earnhardt Honda. And as well, I'd like to send out a very special thanks to the gentleman Adam Breen at Earnhardt Honda in Avondale. Avenue. Adam has been great at helping me with my clients get incoming cars. He does a great job communicating me with me, lets me know if a car has changed status, if it's early, if it's late. It's a pleasure to do business. Also, Chad Sasan over at Earnhardt, I'm sorry, Rodeo Kia in also Avondale, Arizona. And it's very special thanks once again to my friends David Garcia, Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear, Arizona. You know, it's the thing about the sponsors are it's what allows me to do the radio show. And they support what it is I do. And what I mean by that is they get it and they try to help the best that they can with my clients buying cars. Uh, hardest thing right now is not so much finding the deal, it's finding the car sometimes. You know, and, and here's the thing that's very, very important. And I'm not picking on the Jeep Grand Cherokee because this is not the only time this has ever happened. But what it's called, this article's from February 22nd, 25th, 2022. 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokee stop sale ordered over unwanted immobilizing. Jeep has ordered a temporary stop sale on the 22 Grand Cherokee due to a faulty electronics. The issue is leaving some Grand Cherokee models immobilized, according to multiple online reports. Jeep says it's contacting customers to set up a free service repair, adding that the problem affects only a few of the SUVs and a recall won't be necessary. So now I want to go back to that word I just mentioned, recall. I don't understand exactly how the government monitors recalls because if you're buying a car that is at a Chrysler dealership and it's a Chrysler 300 and there's an open recall on the car, the Chrysler dealership should be fixing the recall before they sell the car. If that vehicle is at a Ford dealership, they're not obligated to fix the recall because they're not a Chrysler dealership. They can sell the car on an open recall. The Chrysler dealership can't. And I'm not picking on anybody. You know, I don't want people to think I'm, but I'm trying to protect you. So everybody talks to me about, you know, what the Carfax is. The Carfax says this, the Carfax says that. Okay, one of the most important things that you need to do Prior to buying a car, and one of the nice things on a Carfax is it will say if there's open recalls on the vehicle, okay? But if you don't have access to Carfax and you don't want to pay to buy a Carfax, a free service is the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration website. If you go to Google and you put in N. HTSA 
recalls. It pops up, and I'm going to do it right now. So I go into the site. It's NHTSA, and the first thing it says is recall. So when I click on that, National Safety Recall, Safe Car Saves Lives. When you click on it, up comes a big blue screen that says safety issues and recalls, and it says enter your 17-character VIN number. I recommend everybody that's buying a used car does this. You want to know if there's recalls on the vehicle that you are purchasing, especially if you're buying a car private party. So recalls, remember, there is no cost for a recall repair. The most important thing that you have to remember when you look at the recall is you're looking for two words under the explanation of the recall. And the first word is always the same. It is called remedy. Okay, the second word are very similar. One says unavailable and the other one says available. If you're looking at a car and it says remedy unavailable, you want to find out what's wrong with the car and it's in that tool. It will tell you what the recall is. Now, if it's not a safety item, if it's something simple, if it's something you're not worried about, uh, it's okay. But I'll never forget, I had a young man that I spoke to and it was it was a recall that could make the car stop while you're driving at highway speeds. And I asked him, would you ap- actually buy the car with that open recall on the vehicle? Yep. I don't think I could help you. And if it's your, he was buying the car at a dealership that was not a Mercedes dealership. So the recall did not have to be repaired. Okay, I've been at a Mercedes-Benz dealership, and we were looking at cars, and the salesman actually said to my friend Tom, hey, those vehicles aren't for sale. We're awaiting the parts to fix the recall. It's a safety item. Folks, one thing I'm going to warn you about right now with everything that's going on in the used car business, there are dealerships that are taking used cars, throwing them out on the front line. All they're doing is a safety and a smog inspection. They're not fixing all the things that are wrong. I was at a huge car dealership, and I was embarrassed that, and I never thought this would happen at this dealership. I did like the reaction of the used car manager that when I showed him the car, he took the car off of the front line and his exact words to me were they're they're sending us all these cars from the auction and I really wish we didn't have some of them Uh, the fact that he took it off the lot uh, I don't know if he put it back on after I left or whatever but right now in these times please be extremely careful when you're looking at a used car condition reconditioning history of the vehicle you know and it's it's not just one dealership. It's it, you know you got to watch what you're looking at, and most of the big stores they're not selling. They're not selling. I call it junk. You know I helped a gal quite a few times, and she called me up last week and she said, "Hey, I want to buy my daughter a Subaru Impreza hatchback," and 
I called my buddy over at the Subaru store, and there was one in town, and he had it. And he's the general manager of the dealership, and he sent me the numbers over, and I was very glad that she decided that she wanted a Crosstrek, not the Impreza five-door, because I didn't like the numbers that he sent, and it wasn't anything I wanted him to do. So we went, I, I spoke to the general manager at the other Subaru dealership, and he said, hey, Gary, I'll be back in town on Wednesday. Uh, my son was in town, and... That was me. My son was in town. He was out of town. So Friday we arrived at the dealership and I kind of left because we got there right at 12 o'clock. And they were in the sales meeting. And the GM was holding the meeting and I kind of left because I remembered back to 30 plus years ago. The only way you got out of the sales meeting was if you had an appointment or there was an up on the lot. So he didn't let him out, and we probably sat there for 10, 15 minutes, and we were chatting, and she looked over, and she said, you know, I like this one on the showroom floor. I'll just take this one, and I'm like, no, Kelly, you're not just going to take this one. You don't need the car till June, and your car will be here in March, and we're not going to buy a used one because the used one is more expensive than the new one. And she kind of looked at me and she used some very choice words. And I can't say them on the radio, but it was kind of funny and she laughed when she said it. So I explained to her what was going on. And she said, okay. But then I said to the salesman, I said, do me a favor. Can you pull up one of the cars that you have that's already sold? Because they had no cars for sale. Everything that was at that dealership was a pre-sold incoming car. So they went out in the back. They brought the car up front, and I explained to Kelly, hey, this is the car that you're going to be buying in that color. So she took that as this is the car. No, 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 this is not the car. It's, it's the right equipment. It's the exact same price. It's just the wrong color. It's not the car that you're getting. Well, I'll just take this one. No, no, no. You can't take this one. Right in the windshield, giant sold sign. But, you know, Subaru's been great about getting their cars to the dealers in the time frame that they discuss. So her car will be here in plenty of time. You know, one of the things that... I brought up, and the reason I was talking about that is there's an article that's 15 used cars that cost more than new. Back in the old days, say 2019, buying a used car could save you a lot of money. The conventional wisdom was that new cars lost thousands in value as soon as they were driven off the lot, saving used car buyers as much as 20 or 30% in the first year. But with the pandemic-related semiconductor chip shortage leading to low inventory of vehicles and resulting higher prices, things have changed in a weird and expensive ways. The average transaction price of a new car is more than $47,000. That's more than 30% higher in 2019. Average used car prices have climbed from about 20,000 in 19 to about 27,000 this year. That's still a significant savings over new, but some used cars are actually selling for more than their new counterparts. A study 
by vehicle search engine found 15 lightly used models with average asking prices that were higher compared to the new car. First vehicle on that line was the number one. Use price more than new was $62,705, and that's not even, to be honest with you, close. I was at a dealership. They had a used one that was $329,000, and the MSRP on a new one, which you can't buy one for MSRP, you can't find a new one, would probably somewhere about $190,000. But if you can afford a Mercedes-Benz G-Class, a lot of the people don't care what the price is. They want the vehicle. Number two on the list, Chevrolet Corvette. Number three on the list, Tesla Model 3. The folks that I helped get the Mercedes-Benz were waiting for their Tesla. And they got a phone call letting them know that their car was not going to be available for three or four months. But we have great news. We have a used 2020 with this many miles on it, and it's the same price as your new one would be. They were gracious. It was the same price. Okay. Ford Bronco Sport, Chevy Trailblazers, number five. The Toyota RAV4 Hybrid is number six. Uh, Chevrolet Suburban was seven. Toyota Tacoma was eight. Toyota CHR was nine. Uh, Kia Telluride. Used prices were more than new. Uh, I don't know if I buy the way they did the math because new ones are so, the market adjustment is so high that it could make a $45,000 Telluride 60 grand. Kia Rio, Subaru Crosstrek. I can promise you this, the young lady that I'm helping buy the Crosstrek is buying a brand new one because the used one was approximately exactly what this number is, 3500 more. It was more like four grand. GMC Yukon. Toyota Sienna was number four. Hyundai Accent was number 15. Remember this. These are cars that are often the greatest savings when purchased used over new. Ford Mustang. BMW 7 Series Acura MDX. Buick Enclave Nissan Pathfinder. Nissan Murano, Audi A6, Volkswagen Golf, Mitsubishi Outlander, Jeep Jeep Cherokee. Once again, my name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. You can reach me easily at 602-525-1370. Want to send out a very special thanks to Bobby Rabati and his family at B&N Auto Sales, 15225 North 32nd Street, Phoenix, Arizona. And a special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located at 8801 West Bell Road, Peoria, Arizona. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.